Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car key. Let's go fucking party. Okay. Where niggas be at drinking on McCarthy. Uh-huh. Where bitches act wild like they on Marley. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in yeah, yeah, yeah. this piece. All up in it. Yes, yeah, yes, sir. Up in it, mate. Like a motherfucking butt plug. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, getting nasty. Susio boy, shout out to Bodega boy. <laughs> hey, Susio boy, yeah, Bodega yeah. high. Ah, 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 gang, gang, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we back with another motherfucking regular episode for y'all, man. Check out uh the Roddy Rich album review. That was that was yeah. one of the last ones we did, and mm-hmm. also Jada uh, Kiss. Kiss. Uh, Kiss the game goodbye. Yes, sir. Right definitely there. two good albums for, show. for themselves. But definitely check those out if you haven't already. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. Yeah. And we're here to bring you that good shit, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, fuck it. Let's let's uh let's just start it off diving in with you know what? Let's again. We like to get the more somber stuff out of the way first. Yes. On this podcast, yes. you know, we like to have a good time on here. Of course. So obviously, we're gonna pay our respects to Kobe Bryant. Yes. His daughter Gigi, and also everybody else who was on the helicopter that day. Mister Number Eight, Mister Number Twenty Four. Yes, sir. And also Miss Miss Two as yes, well. Yes, Miss Two. Say. So definitely, you know, RIP to everybody who died that day. Prayers to everybody's family. It's just it's crazy. Like I feel like the thing about Kobe that that's really like just insane is his uh. His outreach, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, if you think about it, right, the amount of um, different countries that knew of Kobe is yeah. like crazy. Like, a lot of Asian countries were, like, huge on him. I think he lived in Italy for, like, a long yeah, time. Yeah, he did. Apparently, he lived in Italy and, I think, Spain for a little while, too, because yeah, he's probably. fluent in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think he's fluent in Spanish, I think, because of his wife, who's all, who's Spanish. Mm, okay. But either way, though, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure you've seen that the interview where he, uh, or I guess it was a press conference. Yeah. Where he was speaking in Spanish mm-hmm. and he was answering the reporter. And it was very, his Spanish was really fluent. Yeah, like very, very is, technical. Crazy. He was good with it. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Like, I feel like, you know, I don't know, right? I guess it's kind of, I'm kind of biased because I'm, I watch sports, so I kind of, obviously know who Kobe is but yeah. this this death felt like one of those deaths that kind of like like rocked the world a little bit you know what I mean like I I remember I was at, when I found out I was at the movie theaters right my boy was like he, he just randomly took out his phone and was like yo and then he showed me this shit I was like oh shit and immediately I thought that can't that, that's, that's fake like it just it's fucking Kobe you know what yeah. I mean it's like it's certain people are almost larger than life exactly and I feel like when they die or something happens to them it almost like it's like nah dog like that that's nah, not true it didn't happen yeah so and then you know I just obviously you know, looked it up online and it, it, it's I remember we were talking about this shit the other day how like it's funny how TMZ has become has become the um the oh it really happened you know what I mean like they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're breaking the shit out of stories it's dog. ridiculous and, and, and it's, it's not even so much that, we, that, that they be breaking stories it's like if you see it on TMZ then you know it's it's a fact it, no boy it's, it's like actual news it's not just tabloid shit anymore yeah, yeah. I mean it's hella tabloid shit still but yeah, but <laughs> it, 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 it's funny how we've allowed this this company that was that came up on tabloid shit pretty much profiting off of people's misery mm-hmm. and continue to profit off people's misery in a certain kind I of mean, way. facts. And they make good money at it, but yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, 
I don't I don't want to say that they do good reporting, and I really don't want to like glorify fucking TMZ in any type yeah. of fucking way because it's fucking TMZ, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But like, it's just kind of like you said, it's just sad that that is a an actual factual point oh, yeah. of reference for news these for days. For sure, it, you know what's funny? You'll even hear actual news sources referencing TMZ when they're reporting. Like they'll be like, according to TMZ, yeah, and I'm like, what? Like. Okay, this is the source. Yeah. For the actual news. Yeah. yeah. The no. source for the news is TMZ. That's, that's, that, is, that's it, that crazy shit. The yeah. Seattle world is just turned right on around. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, it's fucking nuts. But, um, you know, and, and even, you know, thinking about how, like, uh, I, I guess TMZ kind of caught some heat. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah. For, I guess, releasing the news supposedly before. Oh, yeah. Before the family even knew. Yeah. Which is, I couldn't imagine being online and then all of a sudden seeing that, like, my significant other, yeah. Passed away and finding out from fucking Twitter. And not even a police report yeah. or nothing. You yep, know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, no, like, actual official means. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so. So, I mean, there's, a, there's been a lot of crazy shit revolving around his death. Not even just the fact that TMZ released that shit early, but to just some of the shit that people have said. I mean, there's been more than a couple of people out here, just regular, average, everyday Joes that yeah. have been fired from their jobs or oh, have yeah. gotten in trouble for saying shit about, oh, well, you know, well, he was a rapist. Blah, 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 oh, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. First of all, he was not a rapist. He was a acquitted of it which means yep. that you are not convicted of it which means you yeah. are not a fucking rapist yeah. so people need to get that right out the bat second of all people are out here trying to say shit that, about him being a, a rapist is jokes and shit like this Ari Shafir oh, dude yeah. and he just clowned himself and I mean he clowned himself hard and then tried to backpedal it talking about oh well, it was a joke blah 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 yeah there's shit that you can say about that that could have been done in a funny way despite yeah. the tragedy but right. you just like went in there you made no. a statement that was not funny like you know that's it, point blank period what it was it, it, the, the crazy thing about it is right like obviously everybody whenever somebody becomes a villain or, or, or I, I i say that fr- uh phrase kind of like just jokingly but yeah like, whenever somebody does some fuck shit right everybody just kind of discredits them right yeah and, and i find that i find it a little funny but regardless before this right like i had seen him uh, uh endless times on the joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. I had seen him on the Joey Diaz podcast. Shout out to Joey Diaz, <laughs> Uncle Joey. But, um, you know, I had seen him around and I had seen like him on other things. I thought, you know, he was decently funny, right? Yeah. And, um, I don't know, man. It just kind of like, I-, I randomly seen that he said this shit. And I was like, nah, there's no fucking way, dog. Like that shit was just kind of crazy. And yeah. I was like, this nigga's lunching, right? And, and, and I really tried to find the humor in anything yeah. of what he was saying. Because if you're a good comedian, like I said, you can take a tragic situation and still find a way to bring the humor yeah. out of it. This There was no humor in this no. whatsoever. It was literally just a slash attack. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. And and again, like, for example, like, I don't know if you remember a couple months ago, there was a comedian who um, who had like a some kind of a special on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And they played like a... a like a small clip of it for a commercial and they put it up on Twitter and it was a XXX Tentacion like joke pretty much uh-huh. after his death oh damn so alright here's the thing right like you said as long as it's a, as long as it's an actual joke and you're a comedian then I feel like alright you know what go ahead and say it if, if, that, if that's what you want your joke to be right but you, you have to stand by what you say exactly at the end of the day Regardless of what anybody it has comes about, out of your mouth, yeah. and you take ownership so you of that shit. Right. And the truth is, right, with this whole Kobe shit, like fuck 
fuck morality and everything out the window, right? But just out of being straight up smart, dog. Think about how many people might want to hurt you mm-hmm. about saying some shit like this. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, you know. Especially when you bring it up when the, when the person has already passed. I mean, which yeah, is a yeah. problem that is consistently an issue here. Yeah. Is like... You always want to try, no matter what this person has done in their life that has been good. And let's say, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, as a basketball fan, too, I've had a very love-hate relationship with Kobe Bryant, yeah, as yeah. many basketball oh, yeah, fans sure. have. Unless you're a Lakers fan. You I mean, exactly. But it's just like, in retirement, it seems like Kobe has modeled himself into so much yeah. of a better person. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, damn, he had his academy. Oh, damn, he was doing this. He had, he won an Oscar for an animated short. Blah, 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 blah. He's writing books. He's doing all this shit. I'm like, damn, I had no fucking clue yeah. Kobe was doing any of this shit. Yeah. And he was good at it. Yeah. And he had all these projects lined up come to find yeah. out when he died. And it was just like, this man was doing nothing but positive yeah. shit. You never saw Kobe get into any negative shit since that shit went down. And even as a basketball player, as retired, whatever, all he's been about is his family yeah. and whatever the fuck project he happens to be working on. And the fact that this type of shit can happen to someone like him, like, yeah. first of all, is just ridiculous. The second point is that people will try and bring him down. On some past allegations that he's already been proven yeah. not guilty on. Yeah, yeah. And which brings us to fucking Gail King and Lisa Leslie interview where Gail King asked Lisa Leslie about the Kobe question and all that other type of stuff. And Lisa's like, well, you know, he was my friend. He's, I'd never had any type of interaction yeah. with him like that. I've never heard of anything like that about him or blah, blah, blah. Well, blah. Shout, out, shout out to her for, I feel like, definitely standing up to whatever narrative that they were trying to push now now, here's the thing right i get that certain um producers of shows cut interviews a certain way oh of course and and that you know that happens but at the same time i feel like it's your responsibility as somebody who does an interview to see what the final cut is going to be and 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 i feel like you have enough pull if you're if you're uh what the fuck is this bitch's name gail king i was about to call her gail kim like Was it Gail King? King, oh King. Gail King, I'm sure she has enough pull just on her name alone to be like, nah, don't edit. Like, y'all not putting a shot like this because it's going to make me look crazy. I figure someone, like you said, as big as her would be a part of the editing process. Oh, that too, yeah. Or or would be able to see, like, a final edit of it before it goes out on TV so that there could be a final, final edit to it. You you heard that that was her excuse, right? She was like, oh, um,. Well, see, the way they edited it, it, it sounds out of context. Nah, Chief, if you like an executive producer on this motherfucker and yeah. you are in charge of it, you, this is your editing, this is your, yeah, bitch, why the fuck are you not in the editing process? I'm sorry, there's no, like, yeah. you, you fucked up. It's like it's like having an interview with somebody mad important and not doing your homework, homework on them and not knowing nothing but the very basics yeah. about them. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, it, and it's almost like, okay, even if that is the case, it's still your responsibility to make sure that your shit, it's, like you said, Somebody with her magnitude of like, you know, just pulling shit. Yeah. You, I feel like you have to make sure that whatever gets put out in your name is solid and not crazy. Exactly. And as for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not respectability, but not consistency, but, um, credibility. credibility. That's what the fuck I'm thinking of. There you go. For her credibility, yeah, for sure. she should have more control over that oh, entire yeah, situation. Exactly. And again, this is somebody who's done endless interviews in her, in, in the past and shit. And, um, Big interviews too. Yeah, big interviews. Remember and not too long ago, R. Kelly interview. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and and you know, obviously, you know, this this leads into uh, a lot of a lot of people have been talking about, which yeah. is that she, along with Oprah, have been 
purposefully trying to bring down, um, you know, black men who are in these situations as opposed to white guys such as, um, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, among other dudes, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, just because I want to say both of them are cool with Harvey Weinstein, like there's pictures at least of them together. <clears throat> yeah. I know Oprah and Harvey Weinstein are friends. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Gail is too, simply because that's her best friend. You know, that's yeah, Oprah's yeah. best friend. So, yeah, exactly. um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that there probably is friendship right there, which is, which, which, I mean, you could see you don't want to rat out your peoples, but at the same time, she's supposed to be friends with Russell Simmons too. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. For, and I mean, um, I don't even, I don't know if she's ever interviewed Kobe Bryant or whatever, whatever her, her, if she has a relationship with him or not, but I mean, Look, I would assume they've at least met a couple of times. Here's, here, <laughs> yeah, here, here, here's my whole thing about the whole shit, right? Which I feel like is kind of, I get the whole thing about, you know, um, certain people, I guess, holding certain trauma for a certain amount of time and don't feel comfortable coming out with it until a certain time, right? Yeah. But I just feel like it's fucked up to, you know, after a certain amount of time, all of a sudden be like, you know what? Let's let's talk about this about this person. Even though for the last ten years, this person hasn't done anything but good, and throughout his whole life, in in every aspect, per- professionally, yeah, you know, he's had a wife and kids. He's been doing a lot of good shit for you know communities and and just you know a lot of good shit. Yeah, and, and for you to bring up the one thing <laughs> on his fucking the plate, one check in the armor, that that was fucking like you said, proven to not be true. And he, you know what I mean, but but still, I I get it. You know, you want to say he has this, but but still, dog, he's dead. Cannot respond to it. So why are you bringing this up? And, and this and, is before the body has even been put in the ground. Yeah. Though. They hadn't even released the body to the family or the bodies to the yeah. families yet. And this interview happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, I I just feel like if I was interviewing somebody, right? I don't even think I would, because you gotta think too, right? Like fuck. All of us, right? But like his family, at the end of the day, lost a daughter, and a sister, and a husband, uh-huh. and a father. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, like, like I said, fuck us. Like, how do you think this shit makes them feel? Like, I wouldn't even touch anything negative in regards to them. Just out of what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? Like, you know what I mean? The only thing that could happen is you make the family, which is honestly the only thing that really matters right now, feel like shit. Yep. You know what I mean? We're, we're hearing all these. Well, now, now with the <clears throat> now that we live in the world of social media and online access to to, to damn near everyone, yeah. um, the fans kind of step in as a surrogate protectorate of yeah, the family, for sure, for and sure. they go in. And oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Snoop is a big example of oh, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Snoop yeah. was not only a friend, but he was a, a fan yeah, of Kobe sure. Bryant. And he went in on Gail, like, for, for the interview. And, I mean, I understand why he went in. I mean, like, the emotion was raw on his face in the entirety of the time that he said it. What I do think that he was wrong in saying is that we coming for you. <laughs> because that was quite ominous, as we discussed before, with yeah. his connections and the, the niggas that he knows and <laughs> just the general niggardry of the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, nah, for that sure. could be a dangerous prospect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it could get you a lot of unwanted attention. From yes, the, from the from the guys in blue. So. Yes, apparently, which it has. Uh, didn't get to hear exactly uh, what they said, but apparently they said cease and desist, Sir Snoopeth. Oh man, 
But apparently Gail is uh is uh suffering from uh not being able to sleep because of said threats. Uh, I love it. You know what uh <laughs> it's, it's about time these rich motherfuckers start actually dealing with life stresses and pains, dog. Cause <laughs> fuck that, dog. Like you know, here's the thing, right? Like I hope that doesn't include drive bys. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um yeah, dog, like I I just feel like I just feel like with Kobe, right? He just means so much to so many people. Like you said, as people who watch basketball, we've seen him fuck up a lot of, you know, our, I guess, well, he, he's kind of been somebody you love and hate. You know what I mean? He either beats your team and you hate him for it, or he does really viciously. And you're like, he wins damn, five championships wins five for your team and yeah. you love him. <laughs> or, 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 or the other route, which, you know, you say, damn, dog, this nigga's the fucking man. You know what I mean? I mean, like, there's, like, there's a lot of people. Greatness. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that were like Jordan. They weren't necessarily Bulls fans, but they were Jordan fans. Yeah, yeah. They weren't necessarily yeah, yeah. Uh, Miami fans nor Cleveland fans, but they were LeBron fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like sure. they're not necessarily Lakers fans, but they were Kobe fans. I mean, there's people like that all over all the time. Whatever brings you your joy brings you your yeah, joy. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it was just wrong. Like, it was just wrong to say that. It was wrong for every everybody who took shots at Kobe, no matter high status, low status, whatever. All of y'all was dead wrong for bringing up the one, like you said, the one flaw that that man really had in his yeah. entirety of his career, yeah. other than possibly attitude. But I mean, who doesn't have attitude, especially when they're younger? No, and on top of that, attitude on the court. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's it. That's like literally it. And you could argue that that's why he was as great as he yeah, was. Yeah, and some people say he used to have attitude in uh in his press conferences after the games. Hey, I didn't play very well, or we just lost the game, and you gonna ask me some dumb questions? Yeah. Like, of course they gonna have a motherfucking yeah. attitude. Are you stupid? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, anyway, yeah, man. R.I.P. to Kobe. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. to everyone in the hell that was in the helicopter situation. You know, big ups to all their families. Yes, you know, g- everything good, mental health and good vibes and all that other shit to everyone that has been affected. Whether yep. you're family, friend, fan, man. anything. Yep. So definitely R.I.P. <laughs> to everybody on that flight, man. Facts. Let's get it pushing and keep it pushing. Going on to the next subject. Yo, all right. Why don't you okay. break down this whole Meek and all Nikki right. situation? Right, yeah. Because this joke has me dying okay. because it doesn't need to happen. It really doesn't. There was no necessary need so, for it. It was like they saw each other in the store, and I can just imagine like Meek is in the store, and then the Petties walk in the store, being petty, see this nigga, and then she just opened, just neck open all the fuck up, and I could just see that being what hey, happened. Hey, this nigga's last name was actually Petty, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's why I'm saying the Petties <laughs> walked through the door, and then saw Meek, and decided to be Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think everybody says that's the perfect last name for Nikki? <laughs> and they actually got married. Yeah. So she is officially Onika Petty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, man. I'm going to just say this, right? I heard... Um, I forgot where I heard this, but it's like, yo. At what point is it, like, okay to fight over your ex? And it's like, never. Never. There's, there's not ever one good time to fight over your ex. Because it's always going to be an emotionally charged There's only action. one time that you can fight with your ex. Over your ex. Oh, Over your ex? Oh, no, not over your ex. I thought you meant with your ex. Nah. Over your ex? Never. 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 Like, like... Go say the only time with an ex is if y'all happen to have a kid. Okay, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, over her? Nah, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> nah, no. it, it, it really, like, no matter what, you're going to look like a fucking clown at the end of the day. Exactly. No matter what. So, um, but pretty much, man, what happened is... I want to say, where the fuck was this? Was this in 
in Cali or was it in New York? This was in Cali. It was no, 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 no. It wasn't. No, in Cali. it was in Cali because it was, it was Miami, right before the Super Bowl. Super Bowl weekend. Oh, no, you're right. That's oh, my it bad. Was. It wasn't before the Oscars. It was before yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. It was before. <laughs> Everybody that was anybody was in one place for that weekend, and it was fucking and it was for Miami. The fucking Miami Super now, Bowl. Now, anybody who's been to Miami knows that as big as Miami is, Miami ain't all that big. Nah, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're right. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. But he, he, yeah, like he said, for everybody who's been there, knows what the fuck he's he's talking about. Yes. For those who haven't. Just, just keep. It'd be very on. easy to walk into a nigga that you got a problem with or an ex that you got a problem with. Yeah, and this nigga Meek did both. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing, right? So for those of y'all that don't know, let's give a little prefaces to this. Okay. Obviously. Uh, Meek and Nikki was together. Yeah, a year or two years ago, whenever the fuck that was. They were actually together way longer than I thought they was gonna be. Because mm. I knew he was obsessed with her, but I didn't think she was really into him like that. I didn't think so either at first. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. But, but I mean, once they stayed together, you ain't never no, nigga wrong. No, and once they made them songs together, I feel like them them songs that like niggas was dedicated to their girls and girls was dedicated to their niggas. And yeah, it was just a bunch of, like, like once you start making them kind of songs, like, all right. It can only go downhill from now. <laughs> but, anyways, the motherfuckers dated. They broke up. It ended nasty. And. That is a word. Yeah. <laughs> it ended nasty with them. And Meek, to be fair, uh, would keep, like, I guess, sending kind of shots towards her. You know what I mean? In a certain okay. extent. Okay. Especially when she started dating the, the, her now husband, uh, Mr. Petty. What's Mr. his name? Is it Tom? That's not Tom. No, it's not Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty's a rock star. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, what is his name? Kenneth. Kenneth, Kenneth Petty. Yeah. Petty. Kenneth fucking Petty. Anywho, uh, started dating this nigga, and then Meek uh, actually, I don't know if it was a song that came out, but it was like a snippet that I guess leaked out or some shit. Uh huh. <laughs> Where he was going on this nigga for wearing Balenciaga with bootcut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Meek so petty? <laughs> That's but see, true. but see, like, okay, Meek is petty, but he's not like he's not very good at it. Yeah, it's just I feel like I, all right in this case, right? I feel like no matter what you say about anybody, yeah, you're gonna look salty if you're talking about your ex's new man. Basically. Like, regardless of what you're saying, if you're right, you could the man could have very well had a dresser full with bootcut jeans and Balenciaga. <laughs> he very well may have that. But it will not matter so hard. <laughs> because you're still the fucking ex, my nigga. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. Like, oh god, Jesus Christ, save us all. Hey, nah, hey, has it ever happened to you where like you see like a, a a nigga that like or a girl that you used to deal with or might be talked to or whatever the fuck, and she's dealing with this dude like a lame ass dude. Yeah, and you start picking apart little things that this nigga like you might have not even ever noticed. Mm-hmm. You, you know, found every flaw in this oh, motherfucker. Every, you like, damn, this nigga, this nigga, hair is nappy yeah, to the mud. Yeah, clothes is nasty. Everything. Nigga don't look like he showered and shit. You're talking about every and anything. So I feel like that's what Meek was doing here. Cause believe me, I wanted to see said picture of this nigga in. Balenciaga and Buka jeans, but I could not find them unless he took them off the internet, which is a possibility. I could just see me captioning a photo like that. Oh, 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 broke, no having money ass nigga got your girl buying you Balenciagas and still can't put the fit yeah. up right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you no. can't be directly petty like that, Meek. Nah, you, nah, you can't can. be directly nah. petty like but see, that. See, again, Meek is from the streets. That's yeah. all he knows. He's just wilding out and saying whatever the fuck comes in his head. Basically. But he's forgetting that this nigga just got out of fucking jail. Yeah. This nigga is like kind of like on a different space right now. I yeah. feel like levels of ignorance kind of like peek out every now and then. Yeah. Me, which is obviously a thing. You know what I mean? You got to understand. You hard bad habits are hard to, hard to drop. Oh, of course, of course, know? of course. But um, nonetheless, he said all that shit about the nigga, and obviously, you know, on top of this being your girl's ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. now he's talking about you. It's almost like you have to see me about this shit now. Yo, so Meek is the one that started the shit. Hmm. I think I'm a little thirsty off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you. But mm. <laughs> either way, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've heard. I don't want to say he's the one who started it. But this is as much as I want to say I've heard in regards to, uh, I guess, how this argument came to be or whatever. Okay. But apparently, because I guess both of them were back and forth a lot of times right but apparently meek saw them walk in or i don't know if he walked in or whatever the case was and i guess his intention was to walk up to them and squash the shit yeah because i mean i don't know if you know but the nigga has a girl that's pregnant he has a pregnant oh yeah girlfriend yeah. i think it's uh milan he, he kept saying why am i talking about my ex in front of my in front of my pregnant girl or some shit like that and I was like, nigga, why are you? Yeah, why? Yeah, why are you? Why are you asking us? You should be asking yourself. Nigga, you. This is these are questions. Like it's literally you thought this in your head, but asked it to us out loud. <laughs> like this you know? is supposed to be a thought, not I a word. I think that's what most niggas do, to be honest, though. <laughs> and that's why. And that's why niggas can't get jobs with corporate companies because they'll just Google search your fucking Twitter and then they'll see that you was whatever wild thought you had. Hey, now I've thought about that so many times. I'm like, yo. If niggas ever look through my Twitter, dog, there's one of many reasons that I might not get a job. That's why I do not use my name on Twitter uh, or Instagram or anything. Like, if you see my name, like, you'll see Trey on there, but you won't see... Your whole yeah. ass, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I should probably not and do And I that. don't go by that at work, so <laughs> I nah. go by the government at work. So. I feel you. <laughs> Y'all can look for that hey. nigga all you want. <laughs> not me. Nope, not me. <laughs> Hey, nah. Hey, that's funny as shit. You know, the funny thing is, right, because this nigga's name, when you hear it, you wouldn't get Trey from it. I feel. At all. Like, At all. Which is actually pretty genius if you think about it. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with that shit in middle hey, school, nigga. <laughs> there you go. And who would have thought it would have paid out in the long run? No, boy. Long but, game, baby. Yeah. didn't know I was playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, though. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Oh, I almost... What the fuck were we even talking about? <laughs> yeah, I forgot, too. Yeah. We were so... Oh, Nikki and me. Okay. So, um... All right. So, yeah. So, these niggas were in the same... Long story short, they were in the same, I guess, store. And yeah, some high-end Some designer store. store. Meek wanted to squash the beef. He went up to her. And obviously... I mean, I don't know why Meek thought this was going to go any other way. Any other way. <laughs> I really don't know why he thought it was going to be anything other. At than least that. he had good intentions on his heart. Yeah, yeah, which I guess he could be. He could sleep at night with that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but he uh, it's cold in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but anywho, walked up. I guess I don't know if it was. Well, you know, it was probably Nikki, the one who was like, like pushing all the niggas' buttons. Like, mm-hmm. hey yo. 
because Nikki's the embodiment of that ratchet ass bitch <laughs> that like will always try you at every point in time. Dog, she's and she's also the fucking devil on on the right shoulder of whatever man she's with. Because you know she's she's that, the devil on the de- on that nigga's devil. Yeah, right? yeah. she's the devil on that nigga's devil. Telling her to wild the fuck out Like there's that nigga That was talking shit about you nigga Exactly Go do something to him I could see her saying Something along those lines I'm not saying that's what she said But I'm saying I could see her doing that Yes Regardless A back and forth ensued Whoever was recording Was doing a terrible job of recording Of course But whatever At least we got A, a decent audio yeah. know, Portion of it That shit was hilarious If you haven't heard it Please go Yeah it. go listen to it But pretty much you know uh, Back and forth ensued in, Inside the store Nothing really happened As far as a physical altercation but in all honesty, I, I just I, I feel like I feel like it's gonna happen to be honest. Yeah. I feel like eventually they're gonna run into each other where they're not gonna be in the store, they're gonna be some place and then they're gonna be within reach and then yeah. we know what's up. Yeah, I have a feeling that it's gonna happen too. But I'm gonna just say this right now, Meek Dog. I don't care if you think you look like a bitch, I feel like you'll be more real more real niggerness from you. If you just like Would have just ducked that situation mm-hmm. If a nigga were to approach you But at the same time right I feel like it also becomes A situation of You talking about another nigga As opposed to It being about Nicki And if it comes to blows You have to wash him Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to oh, wash yeah, him Yeah Even though right Even though We've seen videos of Meek Punch Yeah <laughs> I'm just saying I was I was trying hey. to that, trying to be positive I'm just saying I don't want it to go there Because we all know Meek ain't coming with fists Maybe while he was in jail He picked up some stuff We all know Look man I just want Put on a little weight look, Maybe he was hitting the heavy bag Look Meek We know you ain't coming with fists We ain't gonna say what you coming with But you not coming mm. with no fists So for the sake of everybody Staying where they at And keeping that bag coming in Let's just drop this shit You know what I mean I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Nikki's also making a bag. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure Kenneth is also making a bag. Some way, somehow. Hey, low key, that nigga's getting paid. Low key to be her bodyguard. That's why she's like more than likely. Cause, cause if you notice, right? If you notice, and I felt this way, but I didn't know how to put it into words. Mm-hmm. But ever since she started dating this nigga, Nikki has been way more slick at the, at the mouth. Oh yeah. Cause, yeah. cause let's let's be real. Who was so far about to run up on though? <laughs> You see when he got chased out by the dream chasers? You seen that shit? <laughs> oh, that was high stepping out that joint. Oh god! High stepping in some high waters out there, joint. Oh yeah, because she got that confidence now. I mean, she already had enough confidence yeah. to just be. But now, out, now she got a full blown gang member as her boyfriend. Yep, yep. And she's just like, oh, I'm untouchable now. Yeah, I can talk to niggas. I can talk to bitches any which yeah. way I want to. Dog, I'm trying to tell you, and you know what the funny thing is, right? I really, in all honesty. I feel like Meek should just shut the fuck up and not say anything because I feel like Nikki is kind of done, to be honest. You know what? I could agree with that because Nikki has not put out anything. Son. Honestly, none of her projects have ever really been consistently fire. Not only that, but she hasn't had like a really, really big song in a long time. Like that That's Megatron true. was the only one that I could even think of. And it still wasn't as big it as like her old dreams. No, nah, it be. wasn't. Like, remember that one? I don't know why, like, the uh, the one joint that comes to mind, which isn't even a rap song, is that joint, the, the Starships are made to fly. The reason that that one was so fucking big was because it was a goddamn techno pop Well, yeah, song. that is true. Yeah, you're right. Might as well have been, like, DJ, what's his face? It might have been Calvin Harris or some yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, it probably was. It probably was. But regardless, yeah, dog, like, that, that the album that we reviewed, um, I forgot what the fuck Queen. Was, was it called Queen? Yeah. Yeah, d- dog, I don't think... 
maybe one of them songs became like a, a yeah, single. Yeah, like, wasn't it like Chung Lee or some shit? Chung Lee was the one that... Uh, and even then, them songs were so short-lived, like the Chung Lee joints. The- I, yeah, I just feel like people have had enough of her. Like, yeah. between her, between the lack of consistency of her music and then, like, just her annoying presence in social media and everything else, like, God. I think people are just fucking tired of Nicki. Yeah. And they're I, looking for another thing. And, like, right funny? now, they've got Cardi B, they got Meg The Stallion, they got Doja Cat, they got... Dog, yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're you're so right because I feel like up until now it's always just been Nikki, and that's where you get the that's what you have to put up with. Exactly. Now you can root for whoever the fuck you want. You got Megan. Yep. Meg the Stallion. There's, you got a go. bunch of different well, girls. Doja Cat, No Name. Uh, what's the one hey, from no name around is tough here? Too. Oh, um, Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. they like there's a whole rack of girls out here in the game yeah. now, and you don't have to fucking just be on Nikki's dick anymore. Like you can pick your own wood one, with the one that has the specific sound that you like, yeah. because they all got a different sound to them. Like yeah, and here here's the thing about Nikki, right? That I find kind of funny is that she, for her, right, all this like it's not gonna be people aren't gonna feel bad for you since you're kind of a fucking bitch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's just the truth of it all. Like, when shit hits the fan and, you know, shit goes left because you popping shit because you got a gang member boyfriend now. And then all of a sudden you get caught up in some street shit. People are going to feel bad for you because you kind of been talking shit and you kind of been just kind of like, I don't know. It's 6 9 she's syndrome. Very, 6 9 syndrome. She, yeah, yeah. And she's she's also, like, kind of like an unlikable person. Very you much so. You know what so. I mean? Like, like, I feel like unless you're a fan of her... You kind of find her annoying. To be, yeah, to very be perfectly much. honest, very much. You know what I mean? And, and, and I, I don't know. It's just kind of like it's wild. Dog. It's wild that, and, and I feel like because of all these up and coming female artists, I feel like for that reason alone, all Meek had to really do is to not talk about her at all and let her keep doing this fade away into obscurity. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to tell you. So, Meek, I'm telling you, you should just drop this shit. Don't even talk about it. Because the truth is, you've had a top five Billboard song way before she, or way I mean, after yeah, she. off her, off his last album, didn't he have at least three big yeah. ass hits? And he they had, all the joint with Drake was huge. Yeah, the joint it was a couple of joints on that I can't think of right now, but definitely, you know, they're way bigger. And plus, shit, just the intro to that album, yeah. was big as shit. Yeah, and it, yeah. the, the intro to that album was more memorable than the singles released by Queen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And again, I, I don't know, man. It's just a crazy situation, but um, nonetheless, we'd love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> now, apparently, Nikki did accuse him of physical abuse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, like, I didn't... I, I feel like that just came out of left field. Obviously, you know, we don't want to say... We want to discredit anything that may or may not have happened. But let, let's be real. You know, that's like that shit that girls always say some shit whenever, like, people break up or whatever. They'll say, like, the most negative thing that they can think about you. Yeah. So they'll bring up either, you know, rape allegations, abuse, or accusing you of having a little dick. Whichever, <laughs> route, whichever route they want to go. Basically. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It was just, you know, I had never heard of anybody else bringing anything up about that being, you know, a possibility. So I don't, I don't know why or where this came from at the end of the day, but... You know, it's just, it's, it's wild, though. It really is. And it's... So, after the fact, right, which I'm not sure if you peep, but um, after the little altercation or whatever, uh-huh. they got, obviously, what does everybody do? They get on Twitter and of talk course. about this shit. Meek was talking about this shit. Nikki was talking about this shit. And that's where the whole uh, rape allegation or abuse allegations came out. And then that's when Meek, uh, uh, Meek brought out the whole her brother 
have been a convicted rapist mm-hmm. or yeah. a child rapist at that. And then literally the next day getting sentenced to 25 years. Yeah, yeah. So like literally the next yeah, day. Yeah, literally the next day. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just it's just a, a very, very messy situation. Um that I feel like really is kind of unnecessary in a sense. You know what I mean? I feel like Meek should just keep doing his thing. Like we said, let Nikki kind of fade off and do whatever she's doing. And shit, you about to have a baby, nigga. Yeah, nigga, get happy. I mean, be happy, shit. Be What's happy you ain't have it with Nikki. Yeah, yeah, real shit. Real shit. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I've never really, I don't know too much about his girl, his girl right now, or mm-hmm. his baby mama or whatever. But she just looks like way cooler than Nikki. Like, you know what I mean? She looks like she's not really like, she looks a little bit more easier to swallow. I mean, I'm a, I mean, oh, I feel like any other female, like in the world, would be easier to deal with than, um, than Nicki Minaj then, ever. Then, then, <laughs> then, then Onika. Then Onika. Jeez. <laughs> but you know what? Like you said, I hope the shit is. Uh, I hope they find a common ground to just kind of like let it go. Like, I well, you know, Nicki's not gonna let it go. But like you said, hope Meek can be the bigger person to let it go, which I think he will be, honestly, because there's really no advantageous like point in this for him. I like, it's only for her at this point. So yeah. why why feed into her machine? You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. Because at the end of the day. You know, everybody's going to just try to make you look like the angry ex as opposed to her. You know what I mean? Because obviously her fan base is, is ridiculous, but hey, we're not even going to go there. All right. Well, let's get into this joint. Then this story, I've, I've been saying for years and years and years and years, quite literally since I was a teenager, that Diddy does not know how to handle his artist. Diddy is a thief. Diddy is a scumbag. Diddy is a terrible manager. I don't know why anybody would sign a contract with Diddy. I read a book by Mark Curry uh, back in the day. I wish I could remember what it was called. Shout out to my boy Ricky because he let me borrow it. Uh, was basically outlining how he had signed a bad boy contract as to to be a rapper mm. and a writer, and um, he never had an album come out. But he was constantly writing lyrics for Diddy for his albums when they came out and shit that Diddy was on. Right. And even on the song where Mark Curry, with the most famous song with Mark Curry actually rapping on it, is "Bad Boy for Life." There's two, there's besides Diddy, there's Mark Curry and there's someone else. I don't remember who the third person is off the top of my head that are rapping on that song. Oh, I don't even know. You barely, that's why, because you barely see either of these other niggas in the video. Even when they're rapping, this other... Diddy is on the screen 80% of the time that they are <laughs> spitting their verse. That's crazy. So. Like Diddy is just trash. Like he went off on this whole thing talking about they all the cars that you used in the videos. He said he'd he'd let you borrow them and he charge you for them. He charge you X for this, X for that shit that he said he was giving or shit that you thought you were getting from him or blah blah blah. Right. He charged you for everything, all types of incidentals and shit. So Mace went off after Diddy went on a uh, he had a the Grammys. He won an Icon Award. And he went on this whole speech talking about, you know, well, we're artists and, you know, we're sensitive about our shit, blah, blah, blah. We need the space to create and to be free and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And Mace got online promptly, promptly, and went about his tuta fingers oh, and man. said, Diddy, I heard your Grammy speech about how you, <clears throat> excuse me, how, how you are now for the artist and how the artist must take back control. So I'll be the first to take that initiative. Also, before we ask each other, uh, before we ask of other ethnicities, ethnicities, damn, if I could motherfucking talk today. <laughs> also, before we ask other ethnicities to do us right, we should do us uh, as black people better, especially the creators. 
I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artists and that, and to that, my response is if you, if you want to see the change, you can, uh, you can make the change today by starting with yourself. Your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely. St- and he's, I, I, I'm not bad reading this. This is his bad writing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm reading this verbatim. I realize I sound like a fool, but like, no, this is just Mace. Mace, I'm looking at Mace's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this nigga wrote essay. Oh, he wrote a whole essay, my brother. A whole essay. Oh, oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. So let me see. Your past business practices knowingly has caused purposely starved your artist has been extremely unfair to the very same artist that you helped that helped to attain that icon award on the iconic bad boy label. For example, you you got my publishing from 24 years ago and which you gave me 20K, which makes me never want to work with you as an artist uh, wouldn't after... Okay, which makes me never want to work with you as an artist. Uh, wouldn't you after someone? Wouldn't uh, you after someone you know is robbish, robbing you and tarnishing your name when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model? However, people would ask me, uh, "What's up, Mace? So why do you, so I be forced to do perform to not look crazy when I was getting peanuts and um, and the robbery would continue? So many great moments and people's lives in music were lost. But again, I rode with you in the face of death without flinching, and you still wouldn't do right. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially set so I could and ensure." I was addressing this from a pure place and not of one of spite. To add insult, you kept screaming black excellence and love, but I know it isn't free. So I offered two million in cash just a few days ago to sell back my publishing as the biggest artist alive from Bad Boy. That always show you respect for you giving me an opportunity at 19 years old. Your response was if I can match the offer from the white guy, the European guy, gave him, then it would be the only way you could get it back. Or else I would wait until I was 50 and then it would revert back to me. So you bought it for about 20k, I offered you 20 mil cash. This isn't black excellence at all when your own race is enslaving us. If it's, if it is, if it's about us owning it, can't be about us owning each other. No more hiding behind love. You change, give the artist back their money. Damn. So Mace went in. Yeah, he went <laughs> fucking hell yeah. But I mean, like I said, like that was known back in the day. Bad boy business practices were trash. Disney, Diddy was continually getting richer and richer and richer. And about the only artist that he was really taking care of was fucking Biggie's family. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's funny because obviously, to those who don't know, like i.e. everybody in the public or whatever, <laughs> basically, and probably other artists, whatever, but. I feel like Diddy's become like this figure of like everybody loves Diddy, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he has like these the the uh just like like a, like a lot of events and shit and he's just like in he's just known as like a real like I guess I don't want to say peaceful guy right now, but he's kind of like the one of like the big homies in rap right now, you know? Yeah. He's he's loved by everybody. And um I don't know, it's just kind of it, it, it's it's funny when you when you hear some shit like this come out because it's it's kind of hard to really either believe it or not believe it, you know what I mean? But at the same time, didn't wasn't Mace part of the uh, the Bad Boy reunion tour? Yeah, he was. But Mace is the only member I've told you before. Mace is the only one who did not do a solo set. He only performed with other artists. And it was weird. Now looking back on it, I understand what he was talking about because it didn't look like there was very much going on between him and Puffy. Like he just looked like he was there to get a check. There was not really much emotion when him and Puffy were together on stage. They weren't really interacting all that much. So, cause he had, they have a couple, couple songs. Together. Oh, they got a lot of songs together. And I'm guessing they they performed. A, a good oh, they did them all. They did them all. Money, yeah. more money, more problems. Uh, uh, what was that joint? Um, 
all about the Benjamin Rush. Definitely. So it was, it was it was wild, man. Oh, he wasn't on all about the Benjamin, was he? No, that's that's Diddy on the first. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, oh, been around the world, and I, 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 all them song, you know. They did all that stuff, but yeah. it was just weird. Like he did the joints with uh, that he did with the other artists, like uh, the one he did with Carl or with he did a song with I think Carl Thomas, uh, and I think one with One Twelve. So he came out and performed with them, like you know. But he just didn't do none of his solo shit, right? Which was really <laughs> fucking weird, because like you said, he was <laughs> the biggest bad boy artist that's still alive, technically, especially yeah, as yeah. as rapping goes, you know. Like, yeah, but he didn't sure. do his own set. That was just really <laughs> fucking weird. But I mean, I understand where the man is is coming from, and I mean, you know, respect to him saying, say, uh, you know, saying what he believes in and all that other stuff. Man, he, here's the thing, man. I just feel like there's a time and place to say things like this, and not in a sense of like right or wrong, but just in a sense of when people would believe you or when people would just kind of brush you off as just being bitter. Because mm-hmm. you know, at what point you might, you know, you might say, "Oh yeah, you are financially set, right?" But you might be better that. You know, this nigga Diddy kind of has all this bread and is still being very manipulative with everything. That is so, very true. You know what I mean? So, so Mace I, had the ability to do that stuff. He was supposed to start his own label. He was talking about starting Harlem World as his own label. He could have gone the fucking producer route like like Diddy did and, you know, kind of made his money that way. But he ended up quitting rap altogether, I guess, because oh, yeah. he got frustrated because of the whole thing. And then, you know, became a pastor for a little while then decided <laughs> to come back and be a rapper again. I mean, I mean, it's all about life choices. It's just like... But I mean, I can't, you know, I can't judge his choice because that's what he decided to do. But I mean, you know, like, obviously he could have done it a different way, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But I mean, like, it is wrong of Diddy to like, you know, you sold it to him for, you bought it from him for 20K, but you won't sell it to him for, for 2 mil. <laughs> yeah, no. So what right. kind of, what kind of, for, for what European wants Mace's rights to his music? Like, who wants that? Like, that's what I want to know. Who wants the rights to Mace's music? And how much the fuck are they trying to get for it? Is it like $50,000? Is that what you're really trying to get the Mace for? It? The music oh, that maybe? he wrote? Are you serious? You know, you know, it's funny, right? So, has, well, has anybody else in, in, in Bad Boy came out and spoke? Oh, aside from the locks early on, but. Yeah, because they've spoken out. Yeah. Uh, Q from 112, I saw, spoke out the other day. Oh, did he? And said that, uh, no, Mace is completely right. I didn't get to read the article. Because I was in a rush, and I was like, I'm going to come back and look it up again, and I just never got around to it, because, you know, niggas be high. Yeah. But, um, but apparently, like, yeah, some of the some of the bad boy artists are talking about it now. Oh, you know who talked about it? Was, um, one of them white girl groups, I want to say, said something about it one time, about Diddy's practices. And they were well, signed to... They were signed to bad boy. When, uh, I don't remember, was it Eden's Crush, or was it, uh, what was that other white girl group name? I don't remember, but well, you know that's gonna bother me. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. But let's go ahead to the next topic. All right. <laughs> Talk about the Super Bowl. All right. All right. So, for those of y'all who watch football, y'all already know it was uh, the motherfucking Kansas City Chargers against Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chargers. You said Chargers my Jesus brother. Christ! Pardon me. <laughs> pardon me, football guys. Woo! City Chiefs. And it's probably uh, gonna say Kansas City Titans. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <chill out. laughs> hey man, look. First of all, fuck Kansas City for beating my Titans in the AFC Divisional Round, but or AFC, AFC AFC Championship game. But um, regardless, it was Kansas City Chiefs against the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Long story short, San Francisco choked. They uh coach played that fourth quarter terribly. 
But that's not what we care about. We care about the fucking halftime show <laughs> with J Lo and motherfucking Shakira. Facts. So, um, what'd you think about that, John? I thought that it was actually a really good halftime show. I was shocked that it was as good as it was, honestly. Oh, and the group that I was thinking of was named Dream <laughs> from Bad Boy. They were one of those making the band. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to the back to what we were talking about. Uh, halftime show. I thought that halftime show was actually very well done. I thought that they were going to be performing more together, honestly. But I kind of liked it the way that they did it because they kind of split it like, bam, she did yeah. parm, she did bam, she did bam. Then, then they, they came together at the end. A lot of interesting aspects. I had no idea. I knew Shakira played guitar. I did not know that she played the drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> I did not know she played the drums. And then the fact that she busted out before I started saying it. Uh, I like it like that. The Cardi B joint. Mm-hmm. And then uh, fucking Bad Bunny came out yeah. of nowhere. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, that was dope. That was dope. And I also have to say this. Shakira can shake her butt better than J-Lo. All day in the paint. Just saying. All day in the I paint. said that during the game, and niggas thought I was crazy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's cut up on J-Lo. But I'm like, dog, I think you were forgetting that. Shakira is one of the baddest bitches out here. Hell yeah. She's bad as fuck. And I love how the music just went from different type of shit. I mean, you heard pop music. You heard Middle Eastern music. You heard salsa. You heard hip-hop. You heard yeah. R&B. It was all over the place. You had a dose of everything. And then not only did they bring out Bad Bunny, but uh, Jennifer Lopez brought out J Balvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jennifer Lopez did this whole salsa number, which was sexy as a mug. And I mean, it was just a great, entertaining show. She got her daughter to sing part yeah, of the oh, yeah, yeah. like, or, or Mark Anthony's daughter. Oh, that's, hey, that's Twitter likes to call say, it. Like, oh, you know she it's J Lo's daughter. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know she got that voice from her father. Yeah. Her mother's <laughs> voice is tra- is is taught. <laughs> her <laughs> father's voice is given. That shit yeah. is natural. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. That's definitely Mark. And Anthony. if that child is singing that good at that age, Mark that's yeah. Mark Anthony yeah. right there. <laughs> Jennifer ain't had no part of that voice. If the girl can dance, that's all Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But um, regardless, yeah, so it was it was it was pretty dope all around. Um, and also, this is the first halftime since Jay Z has been involved. Remember, yeah, he he became that is true because I forgot Shakira is a rock la- uh rock nation artist. Oh shit, which I go. didn't realize until like I think right before the Super Bowl. Oh okay. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, on on top of that, you know, it's just interesting that I guess. I'm curious to see where, where else they're going to go for next year. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I'm curious to see how much of an influence he had on, on this being the Super Bowl. Because like you said, it, it was it was a very diverse halftime show. Yeah, from, very. From all aspects. You know what I mean? And I want to say this. I know people are going to be like, what? But I did not know that J-Lo sung that song, Waiting for Tonight. What? Wow. It's one of her first hits. <laughs> Dog, how she go from that to... To Jenny from the block. Well, honestly, when she first started, look, okay, I'm gonna actually do this when we are done with the show today, and I'm <laughs> gonna show you the first like three or four songs that Jennifer Lopez came out with, and they are uh, arranged between like hip hop, R and B, and pop. Tell you if you get a chance, like listen to On the Six. That was an album. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, that was a fucking album. Really? Yeah, it was her first jump. It was produced by Puffy. Oh shit. You remember that song? If you had my love, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. that was on that joint too. Oh, so she had, <laughs> damn, Jennifer Lopez is kind of like a chameleon, dog. She was kind of just more everywhere. Away, everywhere. She is everywhere. But uh, now nah, the, the the halftime was vicious. Like there were the one thing I didn't like about the halftime. Well, I, I didn't. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it because I did like it. But it was weird to me was that they did the motherfucking song from the World Cup. 
like Shakira did like oh, the song from the World yeah. Cup, the little waka waka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I heard it come on. I was like, okay, that's my shit. But why are they playing it at the Super Bowl? That's <laughs> the World Cup song. I got, I mean, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Like, but it, then they they really didn't sing too much of the song. They just did a whole dance routine yeah. to, to the beat, which was dope because they yeah. had the, all types of African dances. Yeah, going yeah, on, yeah, which I sure. thought was vicious. Yeah, it, it was dope all around. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I was pretty fucking obliterate, like. Yeah, high as fuck during that time. So I kind of remember a good portion of it. Kind of just reminds me of like one big blur or whatever. But it was dope for what I remember. <laughs> I seen Shakira do a little. <laughs> yeah, afterwards, that which, which became a meme, like a super oh, of meme course. for like five days. <laughs> but um, but yo, shout out to the first all straight Latino Super Bowl performance. Like yeah. that joint was real fucking dope. But of course, where there is greatness, there will always be haters. Yeah. And there was a motherfucking, I wish I could remember this dude's name. Maybe it's not even worth it, but he's like a pastor somewhere, somewhere ridiculous. And he decided that he wanted to sue the NFL for the halftime show because now he's afraid that he's not going to get into heaven (laughs) and that his 12 year old son was corrupted with sexual thoughts. I was like, your 12 year old son been obsessed with sexual thoughts. He just doesn't express them in front of you. That's a fact. You probably being as me right now in this room. There was multiple people, including a a famous uh, country singer. I don't know who the person's name was, but apparently they're famous. Talking about, I did not like the halftime show. I couldn't understand it. It wasn't even in English. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, motherfucker, you don't have to understand every single nope. word in the song to un- to like grab a vibe you from know, it. That vibe was party vibe. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what's so funny, right? Like, I never understand when people say that because it's like you said, music is not. Like it's it's um, it, what the fuck is universal? Universal. For? It's universal. Yeah. Music is universal, and I feel like if you fail to realize that, then you're just fucking racist. Honestly, and that's just a testament of not growing up a, in a in a yeah. culturally diverse area. Because yeah. growing up where we like we grew up in the DC metro area, this area is so goddamn culturally diverse. Every- it's ridiculous. We went to we went to the same high school, yeah. just years, years apart. Yeah, years apart. And it's like literally like my some of my best friends from high school, white. Indian, yeah, Chinese, Spanish. black, Spanish. Like, I, my friends run the gamut, and I've been exposed to all types of different shit and revolving of their yeah, cultures, for sure. from music to food to language. Yeah. So it's just like, if you like, like, we grew up to the point where, like, we go to clothes, we have the dance hall and the reggae going on in one spot. We had the salsa, the merengue, yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the exactly, early, exactly. early fucking uh, reggaeton and the other jumps in the clothes. Yeah. And we was all in every spot getting it in. Yeah. Like, it was a fucking vibe. Yeah. Like, it's it's party music. If you for can't sure. catch a vibe of party music, that's no matter what language it's in, then that's on you. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, shout out to the Super Bowl. NFL did a good job this year on... On, top, on a year where they haven't been doing too, too many good things. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the right side of something this year. Basically. <laughs> but um, let's, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's end the podcast with a couple album suggestions. Yes. As y'all know, like we like to remember to do most of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'll start it off okay. uh, this week. And uh, I'm going to go with my man Sleepy Hollow, which is a New York up and coming. Well, he's, he's a little bit more up and coming, I would say. Okay. His name is uh, Sleepy Hollow. He raps with another guy named Chef G. They're both kind of like a, kind of like a duo type of thing. But I think Chef G is kind of like the more uh, well known guy right now. Got you, got you. But uh, Sleepy Hollow, he got a couple songs. The first one I heard is called Breaking Bad, and then another joint called Bestie. And both of them joints is fucking vicious, right? Um, but 
Um, definitely check out his. I don't know if it's a. I think it's a mixtape. Uh, it's called Don't Sleep. All right. Um, it's dope, man. It's it's real dope. It's it. What I like about his shit, right, is that I feel like it's it's not what you expect. It's not like the typical New York sound, mm-hmm. but he's has a modern sound, but he's actually saying some shit. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So check out uh, Sleepy Hollow. Don't sleep. I know that sounded like it took everything out of me to, to enunciate, <laughs> but I'm, I'm extremely high right now. So yes, it, it did. Might have. All right, my this week, uh, my choice is going to be Circles by Mac Miller. Okay. It was actually an extremely cool vibe out CD, which yeah. I like really. I, I kind of wanted a little bit more of an energy because his joints have kind of been, all been kind of slow and mellow yeah. for the last few albums. Right. But like, I kind of enjoyed this one more, and I don't want to say it was just because of his tragic passing and yeah. you know appreciating the album a little more. But I want to say that like, it was just more sonically creative and okay. like more of actual like. If you're going to actually write a song that you're singing, it seemed to have way more structure and balance than any of the songs that I could remember him singing previously to this. Right. Um, the album really did have a really good vibe. I feel like all the songs flowed well together. I really fucked with the first song, Circles, uh, the one song, Woods, and the one song, Everybody. And Surf was actually pretty dope, too. Uh, it was probably one of the longer songs on the album because it was like five minutes and 30 seconds. Mm. There was one longer than that. But I mean, like the whole album is, is pretty good, and it's, it's just a straight vibe. So if you want to get some good music and also uh uh just like you know kind of reflect back on a good artist that we yeah. lost check out uh circles by mac miller definitely check that out man definitely. all right well thank you all for listening as yes, always uh you know you can find us on the social media at hq podcast on instagram and twitter and yes yes oh yes. the fucking way spell spelled out, out. spell what did out. they tell you in fucking school man spell it out spell it out just spell it out, man. Spell it out. Spell it out. Spell it the fuck out. You can find us all for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Stitcher, as well as Spotify. Thank you for everybody who's been following us on all of those platforms. We appreciate it. And from us to everyone around the world, we really appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Sir. Hope y'all have a good one. And we'll catch you later. Peace. Peace.